views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. The following audio is via a Skype call. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Wow, everybody. Welcome. I want to welcome you. It's so great to have you here. Uh, Wow. This is really kind of exciting. Um, One of the things I love is how in my life I have gone down the path kicking and screaming, jumping up and down, shouting that I'm never going to do it. I'm never going to do it. You're never going to see me do it. And so what's happening is that if you take a look at, you know, uh, I think we I think we've got it up on the drpatshow.com or transformationtalkradio.com. Uh, and if you go take a look at those sites, you know, Brian, I know you're listening to the show. So your buddy Sandy Brewer is here. But if you go look, what you're looking at is sort of the uh, the culmination of a lot of people putting their heads together and figuring out how to create visual radio is what we're actually calling it. But how to do it in a way that people actually want to watch. I mean, many of you listen to me and you've been doing it for 13 years. And of course, Dr. Sandy Brewer as well. But very few of you have said, well, man, you know, we're not seeing you at events, this and that. And so here we are. If you go to those sites and you scroll down, I think it's like in the middle of the page, you're going to actually get to watch us. But beyond being just talking heads and doing this, uh, Jessica and the gang have literally Justin. Uh, they're literally putting information up on the screen that tells you about the content that we're talking about. Now, if you've missed any part of this, this, of course, is going to be uh, YouTube ready, I guess is what they call it. You know, today's show, for those of you out there um, that did not get the, the announcement, this is the secret key to creating the relationships you truly want. This is the secret key. Now, Dr. Sandy Brewer has been the host of her own show for a long time, just like I have. And today, she's joining us so that we could talk about relationships. What is it about them? Why are they so tricky? And boy, I'll tell you what I learned in relationships. Think twice before you pick your anniversary date on your favorite holiday like I did, Halloween. Think twice about that thing. And so today, we're going to be talking about a lot of things. But for those of you out there, let me tell you about my friend, my colleague, Dr. Sandy Brewer. You know, beyond being a specialist in human behavior and relationship expert, you know, she is somebody that never really shied away from taking a powerful message out into the world. Now, once you learn a bit about her story, which we're going to talk about a little bit today, 
once you learn about, you know, the roots that had the Dr. Sandy Brewer tree grow so tall and so strong and so in service of other people, once you hear what this is about, then you're going to understand why she and I get to talk a little bit about relationships, get to joke a lot about about relationships, and get to totally be where you are. So I just want to say this is a very special show for those of you out there. 1-800-930-2819. You want to dial into the show and get ready to ask your question because we've got a very special guest, a very special gift for the first caller. But the reason you want to dial in is because we're going to take your call. We are getting ready to go into the holidays right here. And many of you are already thinking about, oh, it's been a year since I talked to my brother. It's been a year since I talked to my cousin. It's been a year since I talked to my this, my that, my other thing. And you're thinking the year is now coming upon us and we are going to have to sit around the turkey and hopefully not have a food fight. Dr. Sandy, it's great to have you here. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Pat. It is absolutely great to be here this morning. Well, let's talk about our backgrounds a little bit. You are also, you've created a fabulous memoir. Uh, you know, pursuit of light. But I, I want to talk about this for a minute. Okay. Because many of us hold back on sharing our story. You know, we hold back on sharing our history. But I think what you and I have learned is that people are not going to relate to us. You know, they so not wanting the talking head that talks out of the book. You know, they want to know if I'm going to listen to you, you got to tell me that you've been here. What have you discovered? I discovered the exact same thing and the exact same thing even deeper as far as for me. If I don't share what's in my heart and and the journey, then there's something about it that I'm still hiding from in the journey. And that's not what I want for my life. And then to let real crummy stuff, you know, seemingly really crummy stuff have such a purposeful good that flips everything and that completely changes our point of view. It changes our reality and it changes the ability to love and operate with compassion and kindness first for ourselves and then for others. So the terrible things that I experienced as a kid was I came through traumatic, very traumatic child abuse. I almost died more than once as a result of it, literally died, almost died. I had my father's child when I was 13, and a few days later, I was abandoned in a foreign state, and this little baby, this innocent little baby, died in my arms. It was a tough time. How I got through it is there was a spirit in me. My parents actually tried to kill me when I was 10. And there was a spirit in me that somehow broke through the pain. And to say it talked to me isn't quite accurate, but it is actually what I experienced. And so I didn't know how to put the pieces together as a kid, but it always gave me hope. Mm -hmm. And I was a fortunate kid in the midst of misfortune because I had an out and that out was school. So everybody needs somebody or something. You know, I didn't have a somebody, but right. I have a, I had a something. I could go to school and during the day create an alternate reality and no success and no, you know, every kid wants to be popular. I could know that. And it 
gave me promise, but this inner voice gave me the key to hold on until I could get old enough and stronger, strong enough to find the good, to find the greater truth, because there's always something greater than the darkness. There's always something greater than the pain. And if I hadn't lived that, I, one wouldn't believe it, and I would be teaching it from a book, and you would know it. Yeah. And so, you know, okay, I'm turned off. Yes. So. <laughs> well, you know, the reason I, I'm really eager to talk with you is because, you know, I have really put off for years sitting down and, and really writing, you know, uh-huh writing about, you know, my life, my experience, where I am today. And, you know, it's funny because people look at us today and, you know, I don't know how many nicknames you have, but I have a few. Um, and, you, you know, the, the latest is somebody emailing me, calling me Dr. Positivity. And I Ooh. thought, oh my God, is that even a word? And I think <laughs> here I am writing about my book, my book title uh, is called Descent into Consciousness. And I had a book agent say to me, well, no, 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 that was a ascent. You ascended. I said, no, no, I didn't ascend. I descended. I went down to discover. Why is it so hard for us, especially in the spiritual world and the spiritual community, you know, to come forth and talk about the fact that maybe, you know, going down is a way to go up? It, to me, it's like the it's where the elevator is. So um, <laughs> if I hadn't gone all the way down, and going all the way down means stop running away from the pain. If I hadn't been able to turn toward the pain and walk through it so I could reframe it, I would never have found the elevator or the elevator button. So there is, you have to go so deep that all these things that will chase us if we don't get to the core of them, we get there, we are able from that place to change the brain, to transform the point of view, and there's the elevator. And it leads us straight into the sunshine, straight into the light. And then that recognition that, this life, as difficult as it can be from time to time, it really is not about pain and suffering. It's about exploration and discovery. And we go through certain levels of pain and suffering because maybe that was our soul's agenda, not so that we would hurt as people, but because there was a truth we wanted to find so much greater than the collective illusion of the darkness. And that leads us to it. Yeah, I love this. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're talking about the secret key to creating the relationships you truly want. And, you know, this is really an important topic. For those of you out there, you know, you're listening to this and you're thinking, wait a minute, you know, I don't really, I I know I want to have a relationship. I don't know what it is, but I know I'm not having a good time trying to figure it out. I'm wondering if I should really be with this person or not be with this person. And what is the battle that's going on inside of us here about this? You know, why isn't it just like in the movies? Why isn't it like, oh, you complete me? Yeah. Let's take a short break. We come back. Why are relationships so tough? Why it is so tough. When we come back, Dr. Sandy Brew is in the house. Phone lines are open for your questions. 1-800-930-2819. First caller, first question, we've got a gift for you. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. So 
preceding audio was via a Skype call. Hi, everyone. This is Dr. Pat. Have you ever noticed that this reality doesn't actually work in a way that helps you thrive? I'm thrilled to announce that one of my good friends and colleagues, Dr. Glenna Rice, is bringing the incredible world of access consciousness to Seattle this December. You can register and learn more for the course that's coming up on December 4th by visiting Dr. Glenna Events. And when you're there, you're also going to find another event coming up in January that Gary Douglas is doing himself. So register now and wonder no more. My dream is to end homelessness. My passion is living a green life. My dream is to end poverty. My passion is volunteering. My passion is making a difference. My dream is to cure Lyme disease. My passion is rebuilding communities. My passion is helping those in need. My passion is caring for the elderly. My dream is to find a cure for cancer. My dream is to leave a better world for my children. We all have that special passion, that lifelong dream that drives us to live our lives with meaning and to create a better world. No matter what drives you, we can all make an impact. Dr. Pat Basili is helping others make their dreams come true so we can all help make our world a better world. To learn more about how Dr. Pat is building a community of sharing hope, strength, funds, knowledge, and information, visit abetterworldcrowdfunding.com today. That's abetterworldcrowdfunding.com. Siegel co-hosts one of today's most popular psychic shows, Angels and Answers with Artie Hoffman, as she communicates healing messages from the spirit world. These messages can be astounding, enlightening, and life-changing. Born with the God-given talent of inner guidance and the amazing ability to heal, Sky has healed thousands of people. Schedule a reading with Sky now. Call 908-500-1474 and visit skyofangels.com. Are you tired of being tired? Hi, I'm Mary Jane Mack. Did you know the adrenal glands, the workhorse of the body? They are the means by which you position yourself in life for whatever comes your way. Tiny but mighty, producing hormones the body uses to promote energy and vitality. These adrenals determine how you respond to stress, and when depleted, the body loses its ability to function powerfully when we need it most. The much-needed adrenaline or epinephrine is not available for emergency situations. Cortisone and cortisol, the longer-acting anti-stress adrenal hormones, can also become depleted due to the pace of our everyday lives. We overwork and undernutrition our most powerful ally that helps us to live the lives we desire. We are able to determine the optimum function of the adrenals and put your system back in balance. Contact us today to feel powerfully energized at 888-777-4232 or visit us at maryjanemack.com. The following audio is via a Skype call. Too much to ask for every Sunday. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Welcome back. Hey, for those of you out there, you can find out more about my very special co-host today, Dr. Sandy Brewer. Just go to the website, sandybrewer.com, and you will find out. We're talking about relationships today. For those of you that are wondering, what are these people talking about today? And we've opened up the phone lines. If you are getting ready for the holidays, if you're wondering, how am I going to get through it? What do I do? 
This show is a Q&A for you. 1-800-930-2819. And by the way, you can go ahead and um, take a look at Sandy's website. And by the way, the first two callers calling with questions, you're going to receive the signed copy of Sandy's powerful book, Pursuit of Light. Um, Sandy, let's get into this. I made a joke before, which was Mm -hmm. actually the truth. And it was about don't pick your favorite holiday. Do not pick the favorite holiday as your anniversary date. Now, clearly, when when that happened, I did not think. Now, I have two favorites. There are two favorite days I love. And one of them is April 1st. I love April Fool's Day. Yep, that that anniversary date I'm, I'm really okay with. But for many people, we go and we do this. And then if things don't turn out really well, it becomes an issue. Why are we struggling in relationships? Why the heck are they so tough? Well, the reason from my point of view that relationships are so hard is because all relationships are based on the relationship we have with ourselves. And so... What we do is we are mirroring. So we pick a relationship that will, if we, if we don't, I'm going to rephrase this. If we don't like ourselves at that core level, if there's some place in us that has a fear or that has a doubt or feels unlovable or feels insecure, we are going to pick a relationship that mirrors that back to us. And so what we really do is we have a hidden agenda in most relationships. That's the way we try to mold our partners instead of unfold the relationship. And we want them to do for us what we need to do for ourselves. And so it it doesn't mean that you don't have a point. It doesn't mean that your brother, your sister, your father, your mother, your partner isn't doing exactly what you think they're doing. But it's the old metaphor of put your oxygen mask on first. Because if you go into a reaction, you're not going to be able to make your point. You're going to be through the talking and seeing through the lens of a reaction. So you've both found that lowest common denominator. So if if I pause before I jump all over the other person, <laughs> if I pause before I open my mouth, that was one of the biggest things I had to teach myself. Just shut up, please. <laughs> just for a minute. You can talk later, but just I, that kept me from having to make so many amends the next day, you know? And so, and it wasn't that I wouldn't have a proper thing to say. It was that I wouldn't be able to say it appropriately. So if, if I, have a relationship with myself if I look to see this just happened and yes he or she really did do just what I'm saying they're doing but I want to know why I'm getting mad or wanting to get even instead of communicate what's making me want to fire back and if I'll go inside and find out what my trigger is then I have a new point of view and our reality is not carved in stone it's not based on the facts it's based on our point of view about the facts. Mm. So I can't even set a healthy boundary when I'm exploding all over the place or if I'm totally withdrawn. I, there's no way that I can set a healthy boundary. So if I will be willing to know myself, and I don't know if we have time for this story, but I'm going to make yeah, it Yeah, go really, ahead. We have plenty of time. Yeah, go ahead. When my husband and I, I'm very fortunate because, I, you know, 
in my day, I practiced on other people. Sorry about that. But it got me to where I needed to go. And and John is my husband. We've been together for 34 years. He's amazing. And we have this, we're blessed with this great, beautiful uh, connection and relationship. But we were living together before we got married 34 years ago. Mm-hmm. And there was one time, I don't even know what, what got under my skin, but I at that time would turn into I would just be an iceberg you know it would be like don't even think about touching me it's like dry ice you're going to get burnt so we John and I I was upset about something and John and I had to pass in the hall we were each going in some direction we passed in the hall and he reached out to touch me and I just shook him off like that and he looked at me with those beautiful blue eyes that he has and said please please don't do that to me and I knew what his background was, and I knew what where he had come from, where that caused such a searing pain inside of him. And it got my attention, so it made me learn another way to do it. And I actually, that from that point on, I forced myself to learn how to say, this is not about you. My re- reaction, my trigger here is not about you. It's my issue but I need to talk about it. I'm not trying to say you made it happen. I'm just saying I'm trying to explain what's happening to me. And it shifted everything for me because it taught me how to deal with that explosive emotion that I had inside of me instead of just blurting it out and getting it on somebody. And it taught John and I how to actually talk through difficult things without reacting to difficult things. So it was a blessing I was given that day. You know, I want to ask you about this because many people listening may be thinking, wow, okay, this has to do with just a husband, wife or partner, partner or whatever. But no, I mean, friendships. I have the same issue as John, to be frank with you. I mean, this is me. And what I react to, first of all, I react to yelling. That Mm -hmm. I don't really well with. Um, I react to yelling and yelling. And, you know, there have been moments in my life where I've actually done that back, but it's not that often. But what I really react to is, okay, now I've given you some feedback about how it's affecting me and you leave. You either got to hang up, you got to walk out of the room and you got to go. And there's something about that that I think we see a lot in our, in our society today. You know, you and I are talking about a physical interaction, but it happens in social media now. It's happening. You know, people are so easy to go to lash out, boom, 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 and then and then they walk away, and you don't hear from them. And so, I want to talk when we come back about how this scenario relationship is really exacerbated by our inability to really not even understand that we're reacting in that way, but also getting a, a sense that that is also now transferred into technology, into social media, into Skype. I mean, just because you think you can hang up on somebody in Skype and it doesn't have the same effect, that is really a misunderstanding as well. It might be technology, but we have so depersonalized this stuff. When we come back, Dr. Sandy Brewer is going to take us on a journey. We're going to take, we're going to take a look at what is it, what are the secrets to this? What can we learn and what can we do to change? Let's take a short break. We'll be right back. 
Preceding audio was via a Skype call. Do you want more sales, stronger relationships, a better work-life balance? If you answered yes, then you don't want to miss out on this one-of-a-kind event that will impact your life forever. Finish 2015 strong and make 2016 your best year in business ever. Connie Fife, host of Masters Chambers, is sending you a special invitation to the Sales and Leadership Summit. November 4th in Newport Beach, California. Join Connie and sales expert Todd Novak to recharge, motivate, and focus. Don't miss your chance to get in on this one-of-a-kind event and skyrocket your business for 2016. Wednesday, November 4th at the Island Hotel in Newport Beach, California. Lunch, parking, takeaway tools, and workbooks included. Visit slsevent.com. That's slsevent.com to learn more and register your spot at the Sales and Leadership Summit today. Put a little in your life with Keys. Keys Clear Protein Waters have 22 grams of smile-making, attitude-adjusting protein in every bottle. Did I mention it's tongue-tingling taste? Not just another guilty pleasure. With Keys, you'll enjoy every low-sugar sip and freedom from gluten, lactose, and GMOs. Who needs the fountain of youth when you can find Keys on Amazon or at Keys, K-E-E-S, please.com. Put a little in your attitude with Keys Protein Water. How would you like increased health and vitality? How would you like to avoid the onset of disease as well as slow the aging process? This is all possible through a simple, safe, and natural process. Every day we are either moving toward wellness or away from wellness. Hi, I'm Mary Jane Mack. I'd like to be your partner in achieving optimal health. Contact me now at MaryJaneMack.com or call 425-392-0659. Visit MaryJaneMack.com. Are you seeking a more deeply connected and fulfilling life? Do you often find yourself feeling overwhelmed, overworked, or exhausted? Are you ready to embrace a life filled with more love, connection, and joy? Best of the month list and five-star rated on Amazon, Conscious Being by author TJ Woodward will awaken you to your true nature. To learn more about how to get your copy of Conscious Being, visit ConsciousBeingBook.com today. Do you want the freedom to spend more time with your loved ones? Travel the world? Live spontaneously? Get ready, because the Chip Justice Show is here. Hosts Dr. Pat Basile and Chip Justice can help you build meaningful success while embracing life. Living a life you love is the end game in this new, inspirational, and empowering show. Positive changes for a life you'll love. Tune in every month on TransformationTalkRadio.com and visit PositiveChangeInstitute.co for more information. The following audio is via a Skype call. Hey, everybody, welcome back. The secret key to creating the relationships you truly want with Dr. Sandy Brewer joining me here today. Uh, For those of you that are just tuning in, Phone lines are open and also our instant messaging. If you call in 1-800-930-2819 and you got a question for us, uh, we will gladly give you a copy, uh, autographed copy of Sandy's fabulous book. 
Uh, we're talking about relationships. We're talking about what the key is. Uh, and I was sharing something during the break. I know we're going to talk about relationships that even go beyond, you know, being in relationship with the spouse or a partner or whatever, but siblings, friendships. And I was telling you that we build relationships of all kinds. And you were talking about the fact that sometimes when things happen, there are things that are going on underneath. Now, what is what I'm about to say have anything to do with it? I'm watching one of my favorite shows, The Walking Dead. Yes, folks, I watch The Walking Dead, but I don't watch it live because I'm just not around to do it. Now, without giving out any information, I was shocked at what happened in that show. I was shocked at who is no longer going to be with us. And I'm telling you, I cried. And you asked me about what it was. And I said to you was, you know, this guy was a good guy. He's really a good guy throughout the entire years of following this. And of course, I'm part of the comic book uh, craze. And so now we're talking about, well, wait a minute, Pat. What is it about you? You know, what would, I mean, come on. It's a zombie thing. And yet it affects us. And in our culture today, Sandy, things like this that we're so plugged into affect us. Social meeting, unfriending people, saying something crazy on Twitter, whatever that is, issues of abandonment. There's so much now. Is there really a key? Yeah, there absolutely is. It is to to be, I mean, I know this is going to sound a little <laughs> airy-fairy, but it's absolute bottom line that it's essential that we quit wanting something or someone outside of us to make us whole, to validate us, to make us okay. It doesn't mean we never get hurt feelings like you crying at the disappointment, if nothing else, of a favorite character because films and movies and TV shows are designed to get us a little emotionally involved. I so understand. I used to cry at the end of make room for daddy things when everybody would come together and what it really, I didn't know it at the time, but what it really was, was my lo loss of family of ever having had that in my life. So when we start rooting for something on an emotional level, there's nothing wrong with that. It doesn't mean we never get hurt feelings. It means we know how to frame them more quickly the more we're aware that there's an inner trigger also. We can still disagree, but there's an inner trigger. I think I told you that I thought Hollywood and the ex, the rest of it is a little addicted to um, twisted or sad endings. So, uh, um, But in social media, in this place where we think we have the right to talk any way to anybody and then to just walk away like we're so arrogant that that's an okay thing that is really 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 lower consciousness mm -hmm. and and so it's it's important for us to be able to learn how to detach from that to not give our power if somebody wants to operate there if i don't live there anymore and this isn't even pejorative it means this is not a match if i don't live there anymore that person that comment that whatever has no power over me it's hard to unring the bell but it's our job to do that to be able to say that is that's not about them that's about me if with all the things i've been privileged to do in my life 
when I, when my body is done, when it is time for me to leave this planet, because I'm 72, no, not going anywhere yet. But, <laughs> but ultimately, when my time is done, the way I feel now, the thing I will be the most grateful for inside of me is that through this life, I learned how to be kind because kindness is the action of love. And I just don't deal with the other part. It, it's not that I don't observe it. It makes me very sad. But I don't include it in my personal life. And if somebody wants to do that, that that's not my business, unless they're hurting an innocent one. I wouldn't recommend anybody hurt a child in front of me. But um, if unless that's yeah, going on... Yeah, yeah, no, either. we, we yeah. have an army Don't of us that. who will get in the way, right? right but right. if they're just being jerky and and that doesn't involve me, I wish them, you know, I just try to keep releasing them to their greatest and highest good, and that's not between that person and me. That's between that person and their spirit. And But if they want to be a part of my world, the answer is no. Mm-hmm. And. And that would include, it fortunately doesn't include any of my native family because I don't have any other family but my native family and they're fabulous, or my the family I created. They're fabulous and I'm very blessed that way. But if a sibling constantly went to an attacking place, if a parent was constantly went to an attacking place and there was no effective way to mediate that, mm-hmm. That would be not be something I would be willing to do. And I think those of us who have been through really hard times had to get really strong for, with those boundaries to be able to say, this is not part, this is a, an experience. An experience is only a place through which we travel. Uh-huh. It's not who we are. So this is part of a past experience, but I don't live there. I live over here and I'm happy to have you join me, but I am not joining you. Mm. And that's the place where we say, do you know, if someone needs to act, uh, I'm trying not to use language that shouldn't be on a radio, but uh, if someone needs to act like in a really base, ignorant manner, I disagree with them. And if I'm speaking on that subject, I will speak strongly on it. Mm. But I'm not here to judge and I'm not here to participate in that behavior. I'm not going to join it. So I'm going to advocate for what I care about. I care about kindness. I care about healing. I'm not going to go and try to change somebody's mind ever, but I'm certainly not going to try to change somebody's mind who doesn't want to be changed because that's lack of openness is just ignorance. Yeah. I want to talk about anger for a minute if we could, because as you were speaking, I was really struck by this is, you know, and and I have seen anger in people that are close to me that I, I just am, I'm, I'm just, I'm in awe about, you know, what happens when people just go off on a tangent. And, you know, it's not that, I mean, I come from this place where I had to learn, you know, many, many years ago, that justified anger is really non-existent. I mean, there, you know, what am I going to know about this idea of justified anger that is so not true? You know, what is it about this idea that we think we're justified to be angry about something or justified to be resent, resentful about something that the other people don't really care 
you know, we're the ones that really become part of the energy, the actual destructive energy of that. Can you talk to that, please, for a minute? Absolutely. We're so right. My personal experience with righteous anger, justified anger, righteous anger, I got to the place of 28, and I started in this process, (laughs) this internal process of healing, And the first thing I came across and the first understanding that I had was I had to give up righteous anger. And I thought that was so tragic because I felt it was the only thing I was truly good at. So it's like, okay, you can't use that anymore because it's a bluff. It's a defense. It's a bully tactic. It it never comes from wisdom. It never comes from intelligence. And it never comes from a centered point of view. So the place that I have developed in my life and that I feel is strong and good for all of us is that if somebody wants to lose it, that's their business, but you can't do it in front of me. Mm. I'm not, you can't do it in my home. You can't do it in my space. And when, if you're in a relationship, whether it's a, a family dinner, Thanksgiving's coming up, whether it's a, a primary relationship, the idea is, People will stay and duke it out. If you stay and do duke it out, we have one person in a seventh grade schoolyard acting like a, a bully and and immature. If you stay and duke it out, now we've got two people in a seventh grade schoolyard. I call it the jerk ring, acting like jerks. Do you know? And it doesn't. It's not going to get you anywhere. Eventually, you'll exhaust yourselves and go on. So, I think the boundaries, setting healthy boundaries. Because you care about you. Again, looking into, look in the mirror, look into the, the, your eyes in the mirror and just stay there until the eyes don't just, you can talk to the eyes, but then wait, don't leave it until the eyes talk back to you. Yeah. Them, because they will tell you how treasured you are. They will tell you how loved you are. And if we start to know that, then I've gone all the way what we were talking about earlier in the show. I've gone descended to the bottom of the floor and and come up to the elevator button that I face that deepest fear, that that rejection that we have both known, that so many people have known in their lives, that that really had nothing to do with me. It certainly was an experience and it was a tough experience, but it isn't who I am. And so now I can look at square in the eye and say, no. That isn't me. And there's the elevator button. Now I can come up and walk out into the sunshine. If I join it, I can still do that eventually. But I've gotten all that all over me. And then I became it. So now I need two or three or four showers. And then I'm still going to have to face what made me want to join that person that I so disagree with. That Mm. person didn't have what we want. So why would we go there? It's on. I often say to people, why are you fighting? And it, it isn't not why are you disagreeing or why is that wrong, whatever is happening to you. Why are you fighting about it? Make a choice. Mm. Choice and powers. Clarity and powers. And that's really what we're talking about because it's, a you know, isn't this fascinating? Because I know you work with people uh, and and I've worked with people for years. And, and and even in a casual conversation, you know, that level of anger, just talking about a person and how they act, you can see the, the temperature just rise, mm-hmm. it just rises, rises, rises. And, you know, 
for people to walk up to you when you're like that and say, you know, honey, why don't you just let go of that? Why don't you just let go of that? I mean, folks are not really quite able to do that. You know, the whole idea of letting you just let go of it. And so yeah. looking for another way to get at it. They, I don't think any, if anybody could just let go of it, they would. <laughs> You know, I know I would have. Um, so I, what I, I think certainly as a, as a counselor, what I will say to people to get their attention is feel with your body. Tell me what's happening now. Feel with your pulse. Feel with your, your heart. Feel with your anxiety. Feel with your breathing. What's happening to your body right now? That's a sign that you're completely out of center. It doesn't mean that you don't have a point. It's before you can express your point, you're going to have to get into a more empowered place. And the more empowered place is the center of the magnet. That's the most powerful spot on the magnet. So we have to bring ourselves back into equanimity and use physical symptoms, use the body to help us know this is that I'm off. It's not that I'm off because I have a point. I'm off because I'm reacting to the point. So how do I help myself so that I can respond to the point and make my point? And, and I think, you know, I'm a counselor, so I get by with that all the, all the time. Mm-hmm. Over dinner, that's not the easiest to, to, thing to say. I always try to come up with everybody wants to be heard. So if someone's building steam, 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 instead of t- trying to talk them out of it, I think if I were there, I would want somebody to just say to me, I hear you, yeah. and I'm sorry that this is so hard, and I understand that it is. Not once did you agree with the behavior. Right. But you, but everybody wants to be heard. So when we hear that there's something going on behind this buildup of steam and see if that person is open to compassion and without layering it on like compassion, without, you know, uh, uh, putting them down or, uh, or patronizing them in any way, just a genuine, I hear you. I always try to think, have I ever felt that way? Well, if I have, then I know exactly how it feels, and that was uncomfortable. So I can say to them, I'm sorry, that's such a hard place to be. Boy, it is. I'll tell you it is, because you know why? We have been there. Exactly. We have been there. Let's take a short break. We'll be right back. Dr. Sandy Brewer in the house. When we come back, we're going to get some tips on what do we do about this. You know, just right before you're going to pick that turkey leg and throw it right across the table, you might want to stop for a little bit and think about that. You know, if you're part of my Italian family, lots of food fights. We'll be right back. Receiving audio was via a Skype call. The doctor is in. Tune in to the hit show, The Psychic Love Doctor, with host Deborah Lee. Deborah's life affirming, highly perceptive reading method has taught Deborah how to zero in on specific problems with relationships, career pursuits, and current roadblocks to success and happiness. Join Deborah Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific and for a special broadcast the second Thursday of every month at 11 a.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. 
Has asthma or allergies got you singing the raspy blues? Allergy and Asthma Networks is the nation's premier nonprofit patient-centered network of doctors, caregivers, patients, and healthcare professionals who are dedicated to ending death and suffering due to asthma, allergies, and related conditions. Join President and CEO Tanya Winders each month on the Dr. Pat Show to learn more and visit allergyasthmanetwork.org today. Breathe better together with Allergy and Asthma Network. A word of caution. If you prefer the status quo and you are not interested in improving every aspect of your life, this book will trigger the shift out of you. The Truth is Funny, Shift Happens is available now. Author Colette Steffen brings the powerful knowledge and life-changing energy and empowerment from the radio airwaves to the pages of her new book. To get your copy in paperback or ebook, visit thetruthisfunny.com today. Are you feeling broken from your relationships? Are you second-guessing yourself about friends, family, and lovers? Tune in to the hit show that's creating a buzz in the love-seeking community. Love Seeker Radio, finding love for your authentic self with renowned love coach Heather Lynn. Tired of dissatisfying relationships? Kiss them goodbye and power up your love-seeker energy. Coach Heather Lynn reminds you that you can just be you, the beautiful and perfect you. Visit heatherlynncoaching.com to learn more. Tune in to Lucid Planet Radio with Dr. Kelly Neff. This hit show will illuminate your senses and empower you beyond your daily stressors and hardships. Renowned psychologist and author Dr. Kelly will captivate you with far-reaching topics and amazing guests as you wake to the greatest version of yourself. Learn to tap into your intuitions, think critically about our world, heal emotional and psychological wounds, and follow your passions to live your dreams. The Lucid Planet. Welcome home. Visit lucidplanetradio.com for more information. Are you ready for a game changer? Sarah Westall is bringing you Business Game Changers Radio. Sarah brings you leading experts, visionaries, and newsmakers who provide the best commentary on big issues and cutting-edge innovations. Sarah's 20 years as a business executive will help you think like an entrepreneur with expertise, energy, and attitude. Tune in to Business Game Changers Mondays at noon Pacific, 3 Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. The following audio is via a Skype call. Wow. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. If you want to find out more about us, go to thedrpatshow.com or transformationtalkradio.com. If you want to find out more about Sandy, go to sandybrewer.com. Sandy, um, can you take a moment, tell folks how they can get a copy of the book uh, and also, you know, people that would like to work with you or find out more about you? What's the best way for people to contact you? The best way is to go to the website. You can get the book quickly there. You can get it on Amazon, but I think you get it cheaper at the website. So okay. go to the website. And uh, on the website is all the information, all the contact information. So um, I would love to hear from you. It's great. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about some solutions now for this. You know, I was referring to, you know, my experience of watching somebody go from zero to 120 like a crazy person, almost as if there's no control out of, you know, putting themselves around people that just get under their just get under their belt. And I wanted to ask you about that. I mean, what can folks do to kind of really step back from that before that even happens? 
Well, sometimes you, what you said is absolutely right. It happens so quickly yeah. that you don't even you don't even notice it, you know, and suddenly we're there. So um, I, I still, you know, there's nothing you can do when someone is swinging that far out and you try to intervene. It's only going to make them more aggressive. Mm. You can try the diffusing tactic of I hear you. Tell me what you need. Tell me what what's going on. But if somebody just wants to go into that bully role, that controlling role, uh, that kind of semi non-clinically insane but really technically insane place, I think it's really important in that moment that the room doesn't join. Mm. You know that that let him, let him or her stand alone, and if they leave, they leave. But don't join them. Go on. You know, like. Some messaging needs to be able to say, I'm sorry, but you can't control this dinner. You can't control the room. When we try to, when we go at them or try to talk them out of it, once those diffusing techniques are used and are ineffective, which they can very well be in the moment, in the moment, once that happens, or if they won't, if maybe one person can say, come on, John, come into the kitchen, let's talk. If that person won't do that, then the if there's eight or ten people around the table, then it needs to be, we welcome you, but you can't stay here and do that. Mm. And mm. then just nobody respond to him. Then ask your mom or your sister or whoever or your friend, you know, Talk about the turkey leg that somebody wants to <laughs> wants to throw. Say, this is the the greatest turkey leg I've ever had in my life. Thank you for fixing it. Change yeah. the subject. Yeah. And the other person might not stop immediately, but I promise you, nine times out of ten, this will work. They may not change immediately, but eventually, when nobody plays, then you're not that much fun anymore. Yeah. It's. You know, one of the things I want to ask you about is, you know, for people listening, they're probably saying we would never do that. But there's something that you said earlier in the show I, I really want to make sure we talk about. And it's this whole passive aggressive stuff. You know, maybe you're thinking we never throw the turkey leg, but probably that turkey is probably frozen over from the chill. But people don't understand what passive aggressive behavior is. And I wonder if you could just touch upon it for a little bit, because it's important to see that, too. I think passive aggressive is really important to see. And passive aggressive is basically the turn of the screw, the stab right in the gut with a smile on your face, yeah. you know, and that is, that is so painful and, and so really more obvious than the person who's doing it thinks because they're doing it with a, I'm the nice person. Um, and again, I think, it's okay to say that was hurtful. It's okay to, to address it once, but especially in a group, um, not let that behavior take over the group because group consciousness is interesting. You start to tilt over this way and we get the whole group going there. So it only takes one to hold the center and then you're going to draw more people towards you that says, okay, there may be a disagreement, that person, and also to be able to understand if Molly, I made up Molly, if yeah. Molly is a passive aggressive person, Molly is going to do those things at the dinner. Are you going to empower that? Or are you going to not let her take over the dinner? Or George is the passive aggressive yeah. one. Are you going to uh, reinforce that? 
by getting really all weepy and sad because you know George is that way. And just know that's George, George's limitation. And in private, be able to say to George, that was hurtful. Yeah. And I would like you to be aware of that. And then if George keeps doing it, you ultimately decide if that works for you. But I just think that don't let the person who's using this arsenal, these, this, and it really is an emotional arsenal, yeah. don't let them take over the holiday. And so often they do because we accidentally go down to the lowest common denominator. I know. And, you know, if all else fails, I'll tell you what, I have a great supply of them. You go get yourself a little red clown nose and put it on your nose at the dinner table. And clearly you will get a different response. Exactly. <laughs> Lighten it. That's a perfect thing, Pat. It just lightens the whole thing. Don't, and add at those kind of group things, don't try to solve Ugh. decades old problems. Ugh. Let's just try to have a nice dinner. So maybe everybody should keep a supply of, of clown noses in clown their pockets. Noses. I think that's a good idea. Exactly. Sandy, that's thank great. you your time thank today. You. Thank you for joining me. For those of you out there, sandybrewer.com. Go ahead and check it out. For those of you tuning us in here, you can go to transformationtalkradio.com or The Dr. Pat Show, Twitter, The Dr. Pat Show, Facebook, The Dr. Pat Show. Sandy, thank you so very much. Thank you very, very much, Pat. I had a good time. All right, everybody. Good time here in the old town tonight. We'll see you next time. <laughs> 